guys, welcome back to Rorocast. On April 15, 2014, out of 475 passengers and crews, 306 died in a disaster, including 250, 250 students from Dawong High School in Asan City. And out of approximately 172 survivors in this tragic sinking of the MV Sawo. And that's what we're going to be talking about this horrific and very sad, very disturbing case. And I don't know, I've seen this um, recently of what happened. And mind you, this is from 2014. And a lot of these videos I've seen from it and... They're a little bit eerie and disturbing, so let's get into this case. So, the ferry MV Seoul sank on the morning of April 16, 2014, en route to Ichon towards Juju in South Korea. The 6,825-ton vessel set to distress signals from about 2.7 kilometers north of, I don't even know how to pronounce that name, but um, Bio, I don't pronounce the name, I don't want to butcher it. So, you guys should know if you look up on the notes. Um, but yeah, April 15, 2014, basically, 476 passengers got into the ferry. And most of them were high schoolers. Um, I did see video clips of them in the vessel of the ship wearing life vest. And it was kind of eerie because they found them dead the next day and it was just i don't know the video to me they were so happy they were like they're saving us and they the feeling was basically that they're gonna save us we will be fine they were laughing they were cracking up and everything and then to find out that they did die um i seen a lot of the parents videos um the news videos of the parents and stuff and is very devastating of what happened a lot of people were confused on what was going on why does this happened and why did it take basic from what i've seen why did it take a whole day for anything to happen um so it says out of approximately 172 survivors, more than half were rescued by fishing boats and other commercial vessels that arrived at the scene approximately four minutes before the Korean Coast Guard even came. So, technically, not even the whole government helped. It was mostly, like, passerbys, um, fishing boats, commercial, you know, those big tanks ships were also like the ones that helped it wasn't the korean coast guard none of them were rescued by those people 
by the Coast Guard, to be honest. Um, this happened between around 12.05 in the morning to, like, 11.54 p.m. Korean Standard Time. And the causes of this is still not undetermined. Um, still to this day, they do not understand what happened, what, what causes the boat to do that. Um, there's three separate investigations. Suspects are the captain and 14 crew members. To this day, it's still not understandable what the fuck happened um so this is very i don't know very disturbing but the sinking of Seoul resulted in a widespread social media politic reaction with the south koreans many people criticize the actions of the ferry captain and the crew members also criticize where the ferry operators and um Chongjing Marine. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. I'm not fluent in this yet. I am studying a little bit more Korean, but not fluent yet. Um, the regulators who oversaw in operations along with the administrators of the president, Park Jun-hee, for her response to the disaster and attempts to downplay government capability. And the KCG for its poor handling of the disaster which very much was a poor way to handle this whole entire situation. Outrage has also been expressed against the intentional fail reporting of the disaster by the government and the South Korean media, who claims everyone aboard had been rescued, and against the government's public image over the lives of its citizens in refusing help from other countries and publicly downplaying the severity of the disaster. So, on May 15, 2014, the captain and three crew members were charged with murder, while the other 11 members of the crew were indicted of abandoning the ship. As part of a government campaign to manage public's sentiment over the official response by by the sinking, an arrest warrant was issued for Yo Bong, which is described the owner of the marine, but he could not be found despite nationwide... Manhunt. On July 22, 2014, police revived, relieved that they had established that a dead man was found in the field, roughly 290 kilometers of Seoul, well, the south of Seoul, and it was the, it was Yo, which is basically the marine owner. So that was the aftermath. The day of, basically, of the sinking of the ship, um, so this is how it played out from according to what I have notes here. On April 16th, at 7.30 in the morning, 3rd May Park Hustle Jun took over watch from the previous team. At this was, Saul was heading at a course of 165 degrees at a speeding of 20, 20 knots and was operating two radio radio device. At 8.20, when the ship was about 3 kilometers from entering the channel, Mingo Channel, Park ordered Cho to change the steering system from autopilot to manual stealing, steering. I don't know. I have. I can't speak clearly today. I don't know why. 
But when Seoul arrived at the channel A47, the course of around 137 degrees and the wind speed was between 4 to 7 meters per second. The wave heat 0.5 meters and the visibility was good. The channel ha had strong currents, which necessitated extreme cautions when steering a ship through it. At the time of the incident, conditions were calm and Seoul was following a route that was frequently used. While the wider area of the channel contains rock hazards and shallow waters, they were not in the intimate vicinity of the, ship the ship's usual pass, which prosecutors and some news organizations labeled Park as an experience based on his own formality with the channels. The Korean Maritime Safety Investigation reports noted that she had on multiple occasions passed through the channel on another ship. As Seoul approached the fatal turn, breakfast was being served in the cafeteria. CCTV data taken at 8.40 a.m. showed students present and socializing on the deck. One survivor passenger, Cho Seoul, recalled having gone up to the deck to smoke right before the incident. Right before the incident, Park and Cho were standing side by side near the ship of the wheel at the bridge. Captain Lee was absent from the bridge at the time, and nobody knew where he was, where he was at, where he went. It was just he was just gone. And at eight forty-seven, a soul as soul was traveling at the speed of eighteen watts. At a course of around 136 degrees, Park ordered Cho to change the course from 135 degrees to 140 degrees, which Cho consistently undertook. So the account of what happened next are, you know, a little bit of an issue, conflict. According to Park's testimony, it says that after she had used the, radi the radar to check Seoul's course was changed and the new course was set to 140, she ordered Cho to change the course of the ship further to 145 degrees. The order was given at 8.48 a.m. after realizing the ship was heavily listed to starboard, which led the bow to turn to the right. She gave an order to turn the wheel to the port, Immediately after giving the order, she heard Cho exclaim that the wheel isn't working in a flustered voice, after which the ship started listing. Choi's testimony did not notable differ from that of Park. He testified that the listing began with the order to turn to 148 for 140 degrees. According to Cho, he only received the order to change the course to 140 degrees, not the order to change the course to 145 degrees. Because Seoul kept turning towards the right, even if she was, he was holding onto the wheel, he was made two turns to the left among the 5 degrees turn. Because the ship did not stop it rightward turning, it was eventually facing a 145 degree course. Cho testified that Park gave an order to the turn, in the opposite direction at this point, which he followed by turning the ship further to the left by 10 degrees, so the amount of the turn became 15 degrees to the left. The court's conclusion basically said that Joe chose steering 
led the ship to an attempt of 15 degrees turns for 40 seconds. The court concluded that Cho was flustered by the ship turning faster than expected while he was following Park's order to turn 145 degrees. But um, attempting to turn the, to the left when he took the park's order to mean to turn in the opposite direction, this led him to turn to the right, causing the front of the ship to rapidly turn right. So these were like the testimony of what they said and what happened. Everything concluded with each other's testimonies, as I said. But it's still the matter of what the fuck actually really happened in the ship. Like... Where's where was the captain? Like what happened? So the effect of these turns, later analyzed, tracked by the Ministry of Oceans and Fisheries, revealed that the ship automatic identification system had stopped collecting data from eight forty five to eight forty nine. Consistently, the ministry basically lost thirty six seconds of the data, which you no know, earlier reports that the investigation believed that there was a power outage. A power outage on a ship? That's just weird. But okay. The head of expert advisory panel on the police prosecution joint investigation team testified that the AIS, AIS failure was due to systems and limitations and that failure did not affect the steering. But according to the joint investigation team, Seoul's sharp turn was a com combined result produced by a steering error and the lessened restoring force caused by overloading. However, investigation did not show any function with the generator or the battery. So from 849, ASA data shows the ship angular velocity accelerated for 0 0.29 degrees per second to 0.8312 until 849. These readings were consistently with previous test data gained from earlier tests conducted on the empty ship. Um, the ship itself listed 20 degrees into the water, causing cargo to fall onto one side of the ship. The impact caused the ship to regularly regular angular velocity of 15 at 849, 14 the next second, and minus 11 the following second. Given that ship a cargo affected compound, the, the you know, the stabilization effect of the ship tilted 10 degrees further into the water passengers also reported hearing a loud banging in it you know cargoes going these are big like containers that you see on ships those i think those were the ones but nonetheless if you hear a big bang it's probably those bigger containers that you see on ships as Sho sharply turned the ship for 135 to 150 degrees, the ship began to list to the port and tilt towards the water. The overall effect was that the ship turned about 45 degrees to right and then rotated additional 22 on the spot of span of 20 seconds. The cargo falling to one side of the ship caused, you know, the soul to basically the ship to lose all of, you know, restoring force and allowing water to flow into the ship through the side of the door of the cargo loading bay and car entrance located at the stern. This scenario was confirmed by simulation separ separately run by expert you know, advisories with the joint investigation team. So the Korean Research Institution of Ship and Ocean Engineering and also the Advanced Marine Engineering Center of Seoul University. Um, 
Cho testified that the tilting lasted for about two to three minutes after the intentional tilt. During this time, O of an off-duty houseman who was sleeping in the cabin was awakened when he was thrown against the port side. As of 8.50, Sol was leaning 30 degrees to the port. Now, with the captain. Captain Lee, who was in his private cabin at the time of the incident, immediately rushed to the bridge. After a short period, all the shipmates and helmsmen arrived there as well. Around this time, Cho stopped the engine, although it is unknown whether it was on his own violence or following the order of Lee. At 8.50, Cho ordered the evacuation of the engine room through a call to the assistant engineer. During this time, Park was crying as she was startled by the sudden incident. This lasted about at least 9.06. When the engines were all off, the ship became unable to change the direction and began drifting sideways. A passenger later testified that the lights were out after the ferry started listing. So... This is all going down to the incident. Um, a lot had ha- was happening in the top. My thing is, why would a captain not let everyone know f- from their crew, hey, I'm going to go to sleep, take a nap, you know, because it is tiring. But also let, you know, have someone in charge just in case anything happens, not have crew members that sometimes, it doesn't look like he knew what he was doing. That's what I'm fucking saying he doesn't he didn't know what he was fucking doing so as Sol began to sink the ferry intercom system started ordering the pa- the passengers to stay put and that moving was dangerous the announcement was made by the co- communication officer kang who had not consulted the manual before the broadcast i don't know why we have manuals and rules inside and training and it's not even usable when situations happen um because if i am in a ship and i am working in a ship i best believe i'm going to read a fucking manual so i know what the fuck i'm going to be doing i don't know why and i know some people like list shit on their resume just to get a job but when you get there you don't know how to fucking do anything at all and this is what happens he did not consult the manual before broadcasting a fucking communication like imagine like you see yourself in a fucking ship and it's turning the fuck around it's tilting you hear a big bang you're in the middle of the fucking water and you hear this fucking sound communication thing everybody has to stay put people are gonna panic people are not gonna be like okay we're just gonna do what you're saying. No, we're gonna panic because if you tell me now I'm not not to move because the ship is tilted, what the fuck do you think you're gonna expect? People are going to go crazy because people want to fucking live. Like, I, it just it don't make sense to me.
So we're going to go to the first emergency call that was made by Choi, a Daimwon High School student aboard the ferry. At 8.52, he called the National Emergency Service number and he reported to the fire station that the soul had begun to capsize. Joe was connected to the Molnan Coast Guard at 8.54 and was asked to give the latitude and longitude of the ship's location. So three minutes later, the Mob Coast Guard Station Situation Room ordered patrol vessel num- number 123 to be dispatched at the scene. And the vessel was launched at 8.58. Following the Coast Guard search and rescue manual, the boat was in charge of serving the area and swiftly rescuing passengers. Cho did not survive the capsize and was later found dead. And this was a high school student. And he was one of the most, well, one of the, one of the most of the deads among the high school students and other featured passengers. At 8.55, crew member made their first distress call to Juju, Juju VTS. Juju basically is like a little island that I really want to go to and visit because it looks so fucking beautiful um and asked them to notify kcg that the ferry was rolling and in danger at 8 56 the juju vts called the juju coast guard three minutes later the juju coast guard called the moko coast guard and discovered that the patrol boat had been already dispatched but at 901 a crew member on the boat called ichiwan branch to report the situation. Head office located in Juju then called Captain Lee at 9.03 for a report of the situation. The Ichiwan branch then talked to the first mate in five telephone calls over the next 35 minutes. But at 9.06 around there, Juno VTS were informed about the capsizing incident by the Mokopop coast guard around this time the crew members began communicating with the judo vts which was closer to the location but for the next two minutes they were alerted two other ships that the soul was sinking with one confirming that it was a visual contact with the ship but at 907 the ferry crew members confirmed that she was capsizing and requested help for the kcg 914, the crew stated that the ship angular fuel made evacuation impossible. Around this time, the captain of the patrol vessel number 123 was appointed the commander of the scene. Four minutes afterwards, the crew reported that the VTS that the ferry had healed more than 50 degrees to the port. At 9.53, the VCS ordered the crew to inform the passengers to wear life jackets, where the crews replied that the broadcast equipment was out of order. The VTS told them to personally order the passengers to wear life jackets and more clothing. At 9.25, the VTS asked Captain Lee to decide quickly whether to evacuate the ship, stating that they did not have enough information to make that decision. When Lee inquired about rescue, the VTS replied that the patrol boats were due to arrive in 10 minutes in a helicopter in one. Lee then replied that there were too many passengers for the helicopter. During this time, Lee told passengers to stay in their cabins 
The commun communication officers using the ship intercom repeatedly ordered passengers, do not move. While at 9.33, after confirming their nearby ships have volunteered to help in rescue the operation, the VTS told the ships to drop lifeboats for passengers. And at 9.38, all communications were cut off between the VTS and Seoul. And three minutes after the communication were cut, about 150 to 160 passengers and crew jumped overboard. This is what happened after that um basically the capsize during the capsizing the members of the crew were drinking beer in communication by telephone and the staff were from chohang at seven different times as the passengers stayed in their cabins as instructed so captain lee his crew abandoned the whole fucking ship Lee Choi and the first and second mates were the first to be rescued with Captain Lee rescued around 9.46. What the fuck? I And then, like, I know I heard a lot of, like, if you're the captain of the ship, you're the last one to be out because this is your ship. This man abandoned everyone else. Passengers were not the number one priority. These kids were not the number one priority. Like, the crew was the one to be saved than the fucking passengers. And that's just gets me pissed off. But this is for the passengers. So as the ship was capsized, some passengers followed the an announcement to stay put. Even as the water came in, most of the students' passengers obeyed the announcement. Some passengers who disobeyed the announcement climbed to the top of the ship and jumped into the water. They were rescued. Video recording from what I said in earlier. So there was video recordings of the passengers during the capsizing has been recovered and some recorded the announcement telling passengers to stay in place put on their life jackets while some showed passengers joking around putting on life jackets and sending farewells passengers made calls sent text messages um to this app that they have um kakua talk mobile messages i don't know what i haven't used this one in a minute so i don't know also it says, during the capsizing, the last message was sent at 10.17 a.m. Text message and social media posts allegedly made by survivors still trapped after the capsizing, capsizing the media. But an investigation by the Cyber Terror Response Centers found that none of them, none of the trapped passengers used their phone between 12 p.m. on April 16 and 10 a.m. on April 17. And that all reporter survivors' message within the time was false. So Seoul took two and a half hours to sink. By 11.18 a.m., the stern was submerged with a section of the hole in about two meters, which is six, six feet seven inches high, and 20 to 30 meters, which is 66 to 98 feet long. Showing above the water, by 12 noon on April 16, only 50 centimeters, which is 20 inches, of the Baobal's bow was above water, and at 1.03, the ship was completely submerged.
the first day of the rescue. Um, at 8.58 on April 16, 2014, they were a response to the first report of the incident. And after that, uh, the, KG, the KCG set up a rescue operation headquarters at 9.10 a.m. in the morning. The patrol vessel on number 123 arrived at the scene at 9.30 and the first substitute arrived to the site of the incident. During the time between the dispatch and the operations on one, the number 123 failed to raise soul and chose to call for other ships on the radio. Crew members on the ship had not directly communicated with the sickened vessel and were not aware of the contact of the communication between the soul and the Jewel VTS on arrival. So had, lit had listed about 50 to 60 degrees to the port and rescue made announcement for five minutes calling people to abandon ship, jump into the water. Number 123 began rescue operating at 938 with the dispatching of a rubber boat. Passengers who had reached the deck and jumped into the water were rescued, including Captain Lee, but rescuers could not get into the ship due to the list. People trapped inside Seoul Pilot House were rescued by breaking through the window. Now at eight and nine thirty-five, Korean Ministry of National Defense started operating Coaster Disaster Headquarters. But at nine forty, the Ministry of Ocean and Furnace declared the incident to be highest state of emergency in terms of naval incidents. So the center control response headquarters were established and at the same time Ministry of Health and Welfare sent emergency vehicles and the first squad of disaster medical team medical support team to Juno. At 11:28 the Korean Navy ship Sovereign Unit were reported to have been deployed to the operation. At 2.42, 150 Special Force personnel from Republic of Korea, Army Special Warfare Command, included 40 scuba divers were sent for the operation. At this point, 196 personnel, including 82 in the SSU and 142 the Republic of Korea National Special Welfare, were included in this operation. And at 3.07, it was reported to have started operating the Prevention and Countermeasures Headquarters after five units from the SSU began undersea operations. At 5.13, basically, the officers of education were reported to have started operating in the Hansel Dunn Won High School incident countermeasure reporting compel headquarters. Yo, these headquarters have so many fucking long names. I can't. And at 8 o'clock p.m., operations investigating the ship hall were ceased. As of 10.03, the following units were in rescue operation, which are the naval force, including sailors from the 3rd Fleet, um, Dokoro, I, I don't know how to say these names. Class. Um, also class Furman, class destroyer, the Republic of Korea Air Force sent support units as the Lockhead C-130 Hercules, Sakura HH-60. I don't know these names. I don't know how to say these names. And today, I don't know how to fucking talk at all. So, yeah. The Republic of Korea Army sent units including 150 special welfare command soldiers and 11 ambulance 
Now, the second day that this happened, um, which is the starting of 17th of April, Undone, Undyne Marine Industries, a privately held company, began to lead the search of the missing passengers. At 12.30 a.m., whole investigation were started by the KCG with the help of flares. At 6 a.m., 171 ships 29 aircrafts and 30 divers were involved in the rescue effort. The KCG has signed 20 divers in teams of two. The ROK Navy was also signed 8 divers and the KCG prevented them from participating and waited for divers from the underwent industry. At 7.42, well, 7.24, my bad. Civilians groups of experts, you know, the divers, reportedly to be helping out in the rescue operation. During the morning, the number of divers included the operation reached 555. The Navy also established a military control on the tower to the class assault ship. Starting around 2 p.m., rescue operations was practically stopped due to bad weather conditions. A Marine crane arrived on the scene that same night. At 10.50 on April 18th, which is like the third day, the KCG began pumping in air to support possible air pockets. At the same time, divers entered the capsized ship's hull but only gained access to the cargo deck. The driver's the divers um entrance was later labeled a failure by the Central Disaster Countermeasure Headquarters on April 9th. A Navy petty officer who was injured during rescue and operation has died. On April 21st, remotely operated under, underwater vehicle has begun to be used for operation, which I don't understand why they couldn't be used when this incident, like this accident, happened the first minute that they needed to be used. But. <sighs> I came with people. But, um, yeah, it was used on April 21st to begin to use the operation. April 24th, the CR-200 Crab Star robot was sent to the rescue site. And under, an underground marine diver died on May 6th, followed by another diver death on the 30th. On 17th July, a firefighter helicopter returned from rescuing operation crashed near an apartment complex, killing all five officers aboard and including a high school student. So this is like disaster on disaster. Now, the government announced on the 22nd of April of 2015 that it was approved plans to solve the wreckage of the assault in hopes of finding more information about the sinking and recovering the bodies of the nine victims that were still missing. The plan was intentionally put forward by President Park, but was endorsed by the Ministry of Public Safety and Security, Park Inyong. The, the operation was expected to take as long as 18 months to cost uh, between 91 to $137 million. Now, for the survivors in the casualty at 11.01, they began to report that all students have been rescued. This news was reported, like re-reported by other news organizations and continue until 11.26. But around 11 Korean time, 
Um, officers working for the educational department of Gunjung Province sent a text message to the students' parents stating that old students have, have been rescued. The officer's brief was apparently confirmed by a police officer in the Dangwon Police Department. Intentionally, reports stated that the rescuers re- retrieved 368 people from cold waters as the passenger, mostly students, had jumped overboard when the vessel started sinking. The South Korea government later corrected, remained that basically 297 passengers still remain missing. So, whoever started that they were all the students rescued, they kind of lied. They fucking lied. And then news outlets just went with that story, all of them, and didn't look at straight facts. So, 22 of the 29 crew members survived, including 15 responsibles for the fucking navigation. Because this motherfucker decided to jump the fucking bay wagon instead of waiting for his passengers to be saved. So, in April 17th, Morning Edition reported that 174 people have been rescued, 4 had died, and 284 were missing. According to CNN and his affiliate YTN, 6 people died. News Korea reported that as 8 o'clock in the morning, 179 people have been rescued, 6 had died, 290 were missing. Three were three more people were found dead at 11 a.m. and then confirmed death toll rise to nine. At 10, it was confirmed that the death toll has risen to 14. Over the course of the following months, the death toll rose into the hundreds, and the death toll stood to 294 as of 22 of July 2014. With 10 missing, the day marked the recovery of the last cabin crew member. The sinking, basically, this is just a whole disaster because this was one of the deadliest ferry disasters in South Korea since um, December 14th of 1970. When the sinking of the ferry Namyang killed 326 people out of the 338 people aboard. So, the causes, um, they were doing the investigation, as I stated. Um, as of December 13th of 2022, Vesta has concluded that the cause of the sinking was undetermined, and early theories about the sinking include a range of explanation given as follow. So, an unreasonable sudden turn was one of them, as I stated, basically, what one of the, both of the, the crew members were stating. The cargo shift to the port... Um, which turned the cause of ship list to eventually unmanageable for the crew. The existence of the sudden turn has been confirmed by the analysis of the ship AIS data. The crew, the ship crew agree that the main cause was the sudden turn. Expert, experts such as Lee Sung-yung, a professor, had the Environment of Marine Technology Institution also did agree. But it's just it's just mind bottling. Um for they did ask for foreign response for help. The US USS Bomb Richard was sent to assist in the air sea rescue operation, but 
They did not get the approval of the ARC OK, um, ROK Navy for its helicopter participation in the rescue. So the U.S. Navy and the salvage safeguard was sent to South Korea to take place in the rescue operation, but the Japanese Coast Guard offered support as well as the message for so many condolences from the Japanese government. The KGC the KCG declined the offer, saying that while the offer was welcome, special assistance was not needed in this occasion. Which clearly, it was fucking needed because all these people were fucking missing. April 16, 2014, killing about 304 people, almost all of them were children. The body of nine people were never found. Relatives have com- they have campaigned hard for them to be recovered. But, you know, the ship was raised to last a week after almost three, mo- three years on the seafloor, put on a platform to be towed to the port. Victims who have yet to be recovered are four school children, two teachers, and a married couple and their child. The ship was supposed to reach, I said, the Mokopo port later that week where it would met the families of the victim before being cleaned and searched for their remains. Um... It's very sad. Um, I've seen a lot of videos of the parents arguing with the Korean government and um, telling them to put the crew members in jail, put the captain in jail and all this, which I kindly agree because this is your ship to control. You were sleeping and your crew members decided to do this and then the girl tried to help, but it didn't work. Um, The captain... Like I said, in all types of movies and people that I've seen from, like, ships, the captain is always supposed to be the last one off the ship due to that is your responsibility of the passengers to be rescued. Um, For right now, um, it says that the ship captain was later convicted of murder, which, um, it's debatable. But I think I do agree with the conviction of murder because he did jump the ship. He told everyone, stay in your room, don't move. When in reality, he should have told them, hey, this is what's going on. We need to calm down. I, And there's a little bit of offense because some people, if you do tell them things straight on and what's going on, they do get a little bit crazy and they panic. And... It's good to tell people the truth so they can expect what, you know, what to do next. So they can, if just in case anything happens, like they said, the communication from the speaker wasn't working. People already know what's going on so they can, like, they can do what they need to do to get out of a situation. But it's just two sides of different stories, two things that, you know could be taken out of court but this was a tragic south south korea ferry disaster that happened in 2014 that still to this day people are still missing um 
if you do want to see the every video that they did post because they did post um the kids were wearing their lifeguard the lifeguard jackets and they were being responsible they were listening to what the you know the captain and the crew members were telling them and due to this they did pass away um the video is still eerie to see all of these beautiful kids passing away you know the video is eerie the video is just eerie to me i seen it in multiple platforms and it's it's just something that very sad it's very sad we lost all these people and like i said it's mostly the kids but also family members were there um like i said it was missing of a family with the wife and the husband and the child was missing so you can expect that they probably very very deep below the ocean at this point um and i it's i'm just mad it took them three days to do all of this which if from what i seen from like the ocean you have a little bit of time to actually you know rescue yourself from where you at so yeah this is a very sad case um it's still an ongoing case to this day um because they're still trying to really figure out what happened what caused it like they're doing a lot of tests on this so yeah So yeah guys, I hope you enjoyed this case so far for this Friday week. Um I hope you guys are enjoying these cases. Um they're a little bit more, you know, very very gruesome some of them and some of them are very sad, but these cases need to be known because of what's going on in the world and, you know, rest in peace to the passengers who passed away and some of the other crew members that passed away too. Also, condolences to the family. I know it's a very sad time, so I'm sorry. But yeah, I catch you guys every Friday at 11 p.m. for Royal Cast After Dark and Wednesdays at 11 for the regular time schedule Royal Cast episodes. And I see you guys next Friday. Deuces.